the Lakers, and Teron Liu end negotiations. Hollywood tells Jeannie to trade LeBron and the Rambus family. Overruled the Bus family on Ty Liu? All that next on Lakers Underground Podcast. Folks, thank you for tuning in, and we have a jam-packed show for you today, and the Lakerland is crumbling down as we speak. First, I'd like to unapologetically ask you, no, I demand that you subscribe to the podcast, however and wherever you are uh, listening. This helps, you know, it helps you receive our content, but also makes it easier for others to find our content. So being a newer podcast on the scene, we rely heavily on your influence to push the show along, and we certainly appreciate you being here, so... Okay, so from Bleacher Report, we're going to get right into this stuff. So former Los Angeles Lakers player and current advisor Kurt Rambis is reportedly playing a major role in emerging as a powerful voice in the purple and gold search for their next head coach after they they couldn't re- reach an agreement with Teron Liu. Uh, ESPN reported uh, News Wednesday that Nick, and also Nick Wright of uh, Fox Sports 1 noted that Rambus and his wife Linda convinced the Lakers not to hire Teron Liu, even though owner Jeannie Buss and general manager Rob Polinka signed off on the hiring. And then earlier Wednesday, ESPN reported negotiations between Liu and the Lakers had reached an impasse without a deal. So, what we know is that Teron Liu has been the front runner since like January, it seems. And he has... He has he, he checks all the boxes, and he does. You know, when you come back and think about this, he really does. So he has the Lakers pedigree. He, he was a Laker, he, uh, Laker player, um, championship, actually. He, he's coached LeBron, and LeBron apparently likes the guy. So that those are all good things. He's won a championship, another big notch in his belt, right? He also has a very good regular season winning record, albeit in the Eastern Conference. That's fine. Um. He has all those things going for him. Uh, he interviews. Of course, it goes well. I mean, you never really hear about an interview not going well. Um, you know, Then we see reports that the two sides are kind of in the middle of working on a deal. Um, I really thought that this was odd. Uh, it was an odd thing to put in the news at the time because normally we really wouldn't see that. We would see kind of what we saw prior to that, which is Lakers and Lou in talks, Lakers and Lou really interested and then we kind of know, like, Lakers are expected to <laughs> announce Lou as the next head coach of the Lakers later today, blah, 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 blah. And then, boom, they drop it, and we see it. But <laughs> we, 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 we essentially, we saw the details that were, that were, uh, that were going in the back room. And, um, you know... Normally, you work out all those things, and then you come out, kind of like what what is just saying. And, and but if we, I wasn't really quite sure uh, what to make of the news of us really hearing about the contract. You know, we don't really hear about those things. We don't really hear about Lakers and Lou not not being able to come to an agreement yet. Still work out the details. That's stuff that we don't really see. So. 
I wasn't really quite sure what to make it, but it turns out, you know, there really was some leaking going on. And, and honestly, possibly to the favor of one side or the other, it's not really clear at this time, but it, of course, at this point, it, it hasn't worked for either side. So whoever was doing the leaker, I suspect that it was Lou. Um, I believe that he probably had the most to gain from, from something like that. And we'll talk a little bit about that later and the possible influence that LeBron might have on this as well. Of course, I mean, he's the best player on the team, still possibly, in some eyes, the best player on the planet. Why wouldn't he have a have a say? So we we do have a couple questions to ask. So number one is: Are the Lakers better off moving on from Ty Lue? And also, was he the right guy for the franchise going forward? And really, we kind of you talk about the perception. So the perception has been that LeBron is taking over the franchise. Obviously, the Bus family does not like that at all. So. Is this all happening because Jeannie and the Bus family is essentially trying to take back, so to speak, the organization from the LeBron camp? And the answer really depends on what you're looking for. So what are what are the Lakers actually trying to do? What's the Bus family? What are their intentions? And that will kind of tell you about whether this is actually a good thing or not. So are you looking to appease LeBron? And there's a really strong argument that they should. Or are you looking to assert your authority back and pick your guy, which is the anti-LeBron guy, just to prove a point? And I would say the former rather than the latter. The only way the latter is the right move is if you plan on moving on from LeBron. We'll talk a little bit about that later on, but it's highly unlikely as we all would imagine. Um, next, we want to we want to talk about Kurt Rambis, and so they say Kurt overruled the Bus family in this decision. This seems to me absolutely crazy. I've never seen Kurt to be a manipulator, and this would take an incredible amount of manipulation to pull off. Um, so, is Kurt having this much power factual? Is and if it is, is it a bad thing? Uh, what with everything that's transpired, we have uh, Magic left abruptly. Uh, Walton leaves for Sacramento. Lakers uh, top brass look for a coaching replacement before finding the next president. Uh, there just seems to be so much wrong with all this, and this actually, you know, is this actually the Rambus family making a power play? We really don't know the answers to any of these questions yet because it could actually be smoke and mirrors. But my question is, is is this them making that power play for Kurt to then become the president? That seems very much like the Lakers right now, but it seems like a really bad idea. Um, I've held the uh, the thought that since Magic left that the Lakers need they need to not, you know, put such a stake in somebody that has ties to the Lakers organization. They need to put stake in somebody that can absolutely fix and turn this franchise around quickly. Is Kurt Rambis that guy? We don't we don't really know. We really don't. And that's the point. The point is we really need somebody that does know what they're doing, somebody that is seasoned and that's the that's what we really need going forward. But right now, we're not getting anything. We're not. 
we don't have a president and they're these folks are taking matters into the, their own hands before we get a president and then you go get a president in there assuming you're going to go hire, rehire a president why wouldn't you every team has to have a president and then they're gonna just be fine with the person that you just picked that just doesn't make any sense so uh, we really don't know yet what's going on with the the rambus family here but there has been a lot of rumblings about uh you know genie obviously being being very close to them and them being a part of a lot of the decisions it's just really really odd um so is teron lu actually off the table my instincts at first told me that you know this was earlier today of course told me that this uh was kind of like a poker face move um that happened and kind of both sides kind of saying you know not really cool with this i'm gonna move on we're gonna move on and both of them are like wait we actually do want to make a deal but we're just not coming to terms here, and then we're both going to make this power play of leaving the table. Both people can't do that. <laughs> one or the other, and then the other one usually caves. But he reportedly wanted five years, and they only gave him three. All right. That's fine. That happens. Um, it, it, it just does kind of seem at this point that it's gone too far. We do have reports that Lakers have added uh, names to the search uh, for the coach. So, I mean... It, Either both parties have gone too far at this point, and, and, and we're going to see them come back together very soon, or they both really are parting ways for good. I don't Again, it's another one of those things that's really too soon to say, but I would, I would like to say that maybe tomorrow or the next day we might, we might hear of them coming back to the table and then hammering out an actual deal. That's, that's what I think would probably happen. Um, I, I think this is a power play. Um, and I think that's it. And then I think LeBron's going to come in and he's going to try and help uh, help his boy out. And again, we're going to get to that. We talked about this a little bit earlier, uh, and we're going to shed a little more light on on, on my thoughts on that here next. And uh, uh, so next, we do want to go to LeBron. And not long ago, he dismissed rumors that he and the Lakers organization's uh, relationship is on thin ice. While these rumors are coming back around, um. You know, here, here's the latest from Stephen A. Smith. So he says, nothing is out of bounds right now. We don't know what the hell is going on in Los Angeles. Stephen A. Smith said on SportsCenter, you've got folks close to Jeannie Buss imploring her to trade LeBron James. He does not have a no-trade clause. And now you haven't given him the coach he wanted. Uh, Stephen goes on to say, LeBron James has quietly been about his business of trying to get Kawhi Leonard to come to Los Angeles Lakers instead of the Los Angeles Clippers. That would be fantastic. So making a move like this by not bringing in the coach he wants, not securing the coach he wants in Los Angeles, you never know what dominoes are going to fall right now. I wish I had a really great Stephen A. Uh, Smith voice. I really do not, but this would be much more entertaining if I did. But he goes on to say, we don't know who Jeannie Buss is listening to at this particular moment. I'm going to pray that Jeannie Buss is smart enough to revisit the talks and recognize the collateral damage that will be implemented in the event that Ty Lu is not the coach. Because if you don't get somebody that LeBron James is comfortable with, how is that going to affect his recruiting for you and himself this summer? How is it going to affect his desire to stay in L.A.? More importantly, 
if you're not competing for championships, who's to say you're not going to decide that it's best to move LeBron James? Particularly when I'm hearing there are people in Buss's ear, albeit Hollywood people, not basketball people, that are telling you to move LeBron James and use him to acquire a multitude of prime assets. Who's to say the Lakers are going to keep him? We don't know because we don't know who's running the organization. We're going to dissect uh, one thing that I think is very, very important. And you have to understand, uh, and this is, this is what we're getting into. So you have to understand that Stephen A., and, and, and really, it's not just him. And most of the folks on TV, they all have skin in the game. They understand that they can manipulate certain situations. So keep that in mind. And let me read the important piece of this again. Stephen A. says, I'm going to pray that Jeannie Buss is smart enough to revisit the talks and recognize the collateral damage that will be implemented in the event that Ty Lue is not the coach. Because if you don't get somebody that LeBron James is comfortable with, how is that going to affect his recruiting for you and himself this summer? How is it going to affect his desire to stay in L.A.? I think Stephen A. Smith might be working for The Godfather. I think I've seen this movie before. (laughs) Guys, let's read between the lines here. Again, Stephen A. has skin in the game. Most of these guys do. Uh, This is an effect. This is Stephen A. Smith assisting Teron Liu and LeBron James in putting all the pressure on the Lakers to get a deal done. But notice notice how how he talks in this. At, 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 at any point, does he ever make a mention of, hey, maybe LeBron needs to bend to the will of the Lakers? Not at all. And that's why I say this is Stephen A doing the the doing doing LeBron's bidding. Um so he's putting all the pressure on the Lakers. How can you take this any other way? You really can't. This is a direct message that Teron Liu and LeBron are sending to the Lakers organization, which is, hey, I've stayed out of the media. This is LeBron talking. I've stayed out of the media, out of the coaching search process. Like, I've done my part. I've stayed out of everything. Now, you need to get this deal done. Bring in my guy or things are going to get even uglier. So that's what's happening. Now, the next piece of information I've uh, that I've said before, here's the quote. Uh, Stephen A. said, Hollywood people, not basketball people, that are telling you to move LeBron James and use him to acquire a multitude of prime assets. Who's to say the Lakers are going to keep him? We don't know because we don't know who's running the organization. Now, I want to preface this by saying that I do not believe the Lakers would trade LeBron. But just explore this with me. Right now, the Lakers, with LeBron, did not make the playoffs and had everybody been healthy all season, which, by the way, never happens. But let's say it had. Yes, we probably would have made the playoffs. I I would say most definitely. We would most definitely have made the playoffs. But we were not going to get past the Rockets. We were not going to get past the Nuggets. Probably the Blazers. Or... Of course, the Rockets. It just wouldn't have happened. So this was still not a championship team. So in this offseason, if we happen to sign Kawhi Leonard, and, and we have a chance, if we do, we have a chance of getting past those teams. And a lot of that depends on what Kevin Durant does this offseason. However, the reports are saying that the Lakers are getting Kawhi 
it's a long shot. Right now, they're saying he's most likely staying put in Toronto, or he votes for the Clippers, not the Lakers. We can talk back and forth about whether that's actually true or not, but that's what the reports are saying. So I would say Kawhi Leonard coming to the Lakers, it's a slim chance. Okay. Let's say maybe the Lakers get uh, Kyrie or, or Jimmy Butler or even Kemba Walker. Yeah, we get better. Still not a championship team. Now, I want you to think about this. Think about the current roster. Plus, you add one of the above players. Of course, Kawhi would be the, the preference. Then, again, stick with me. You trade LeBron James for more assets. You're going to get one of the top guys. Probably, I mean, you, you really want to get an all-star, right? Like, that's the point. You're going to get an all-star and also assets. People that can help you immediately. Not development people. Uh, not a 40-year-old person. Uh, like a like a Vince Carter, like you're going to get people that are going to play a significant role. You're not trading LeBron for, you know, one player, right? You're not trading LeBron for uh, Bogdanovich. It's not happening. You maybe he's a part of a package, but that's not the player you're keying. Okay, so you trade LeBron James for the assets. This will set you up. This has been my fear. Uh, but so this would set you up not only for next year, <clears throat> but depending on the package, it sets you up for the future. And I again, I wouldn't do the trade without setting yourself up for the future. That's been my fear: is what happens after LeBron's next two years here, or maybe three, depending on whether he he does the fourth year. We're it, it, right now. We are LeBron James. And then guess what happens when this experiment ends? We're right back to not making the playoffs and struggling. So if you trade LeBron, you win next year and well past his current contract. So who would these teams actually be? And I'd say I'd say the Celtics at this point would be interested. I mean, every team would be interested. Let's not kid ourselves. But the Celtics with Tatum and Jalen Brown, that'd be good packages. You know, you know, you think the Warriors, if they lost Kevin Durant. They wouldn't want to see LeBron instead of Klay Thompson. I think they absolutely would do that that deal. How about the Spurs and De, uh, DeMar DeRozan? The problem with Klay would be what else would you get? What other assets would they actually have to be able to give up? Um, so, you know, Warriors would be a lot less likely. Um, how about the Spurs and DeMar DeRozan? They have a good a good bunch of pieces. You think the Spurs, Popovich, notorious for – I should, so should say notorious, but very famous for – uh, you know, aging players uh, very well, right? Um, you know, Lakers get DeMar DeRozan, package of players, awesome. Or Washington with Bradley Beal. I think it's pretty obvious they're probably going to blow things up there. Bradley Beal's an all-star. Certainly they got a couple guys on that team that could help us out. All right, so you got Bradley Beal. Off the wall, one would be uh, Jazz uh, Mitchell, uh, fantastic young player. Um, package him with a few guys. It, it's just just some thoughts. Those are some thoughts that are running through my head. It's not crazy, folks. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. It's not crazy. As crazy as Hollywood people are, it's not crazy. <laughs> Thank you guys all for joining us. Please subscribe, comment, let us know what your thoughts are. Please don't forget to find us on all the major social media sites. So long, folks.